episode 242. What's my profile? This is the Ericast for the week of June 29, 2014. From Ericast.com. Welcome to the Ericast. Well, thanks for listening to the Ericast. I'm your host, Eric Larson, 206-339-3742. Listener feedback line in case you want to call in and give some feedback, which is coming up because this is the last episode of the month. Boy, the time flies. So, um, in keeping with our tradition, which is a regular tradition, we were talking about that last week, about traditions, weren't we? Um, which is a tradition of convenience. Um, we take the last week of the month and, uh, and catch up on listener feedback, which is going to be interesting because I have not listened to any of this listener feedback. So I hope there, hope there isn't anything too pressing in there like, oh, I have this emergency question for you because I don't know what it is. Sorry. Um, but that's, that makes it fresh for all of us. So here you go. Um, but here's so here's the here's where this week's topic comes from. By the way, Aircast personal podcast, um, which is a term that we coined here. We the majestic we, the Aircast team of me, myself, and I, um, plus moral support from Ruth and occasional interruptions from the girls and Matt and Joanne with the intro and the outro and so so there's. It is. It's, it takes a village to raise a podcast, but it's a personal podcast because either um, you know me. Eric Larson of the Ericast, and you just want to kind of keep up with what's going on in my life, etc., which doesn't always happen because the number of people in my immediate friends and family circle that said, hey, why do you have that that sticker on your Fitbit thing that says now? I'm like, well, if you listen to the podcast, I did an entire episode on it. Go find it. So um, that, yeah, that's how it goes. But anyway, um, either you know me and you want to pay attention to what's going on and my random thoughts and stuff, or you've bumbled into one of my random thoughts and um and here you are, and you you may continue. You subscribe, subscribe in iTunes. I should say that because that's what all the podcasters are saying these days. Um, and or maybe you'll say, oh, nah, my thing, I'm moving on. But uh, glad to have you here for as long as you choose to stay. So, and that's sort of so. Th- I'm 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 opening with a, with a bit of a theme before we get to the calls, uh, because. Last, last week, last week, um, I went to the social media breakfast in the Minneapolis St. Paul area, smbmsp.org, um, social media breakfast for the first time, probably in a, at least a year, might be a couple years, but, uh, Paul DeBettings was speaking, um, Minnesota headhunter is his, um, nom de plume, if you want to be all French about it, uh, He's an IT headhunter. Um, that's kind of his thing. He was talking about personal branding. And I've gone back and forth over the years. Uh, in fact, I just, just last week, I rediscovered flavors.me, which was a site that kind of aggregated all your various different feeds. And I've just been thinking, I don't, um, I don't, I don't, I was going to say I don't feel like I blog enough. Well, that's, I mean, that's sort of, you know, there's no moral obligation to blog. But I just have, I don't think I'm doing a very good job of keeping all of my various, um, again, constituencies sounds a little bit arrogant. Um, but I wear so many hats and I don't think I do a particularly good job of keeping any one of them, let alone all of them, really you know, up to date. Like folks that really want to know what's going on with the girls, I should post more stuff to Facebook. 
But the people that really kind of want to know, like, you know, the, the random thoughts and stuff, I don't, I don't tweet that often. Um, and as a academic technology professional, where should that stuff go? Because I have lots of academic technology thoughts. Now, the Ericast since 2005 has been you know, dweeb thoughts. You know, everything that I come up with is going to have some sort of pseudo geek technology, um, What's another nerd vibe to it, you know? So that's a, that's, that, at the founding of the podcast was a kind of a good umbrella. Though then I, I got more precise on the dweeb idea and moved that over for the technology stuff. You know what I mean? Is that you kind of see where my issue is? Um, and the, the idea of personal branding in the social media breakfast space, um, just got me thinking more about that. So I have no conclusions. I just um, just want to share the fact that I'm I'm actively pondering um, what that looks like. And you might be thinking, you know, Eric, I just don't care. Well, that's fine. Stop listening because you don't care about me. <laughs> but for the rest of you, it's like, oh, this is a good question. Yeah, you see, you're my people. Um, there you go. So just just rolling it around in my head. Now, all that being said, again, I truly I do not know what's um, what's coming next with the calls. But speaking of my people and uh, calling and conversation and all that kind of stuff, um, I'm going to go straight in sequentially. I think these go back to like uh, sometime in May, um, probably the Michael Monroe um interview podcast thing. Um, I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, but we're about to find out, starting with our first caller. Hello there, Eric. <clears throat> this is Matt Beckwith calling from beautiful, sunny, and hot California. Um, just listen to your latest episode. It's, uh, uh, it was very interesting. I, I really liked that very short interview format. The podcast that I've been doing um, for the last uh, five years uh, we took a hiatus, but we're almost at uh, episode 100, and we have done um, just as many of those have interviews. So we probably interviewed maybe 100 or a few more than 100 people. But they're very long-form interviews, and we do very little editing. Um, and we inter- we edit when people ask us to edit. Um, and and I've, I've gotten really good at editing single words out of people's... Uh, uh, answers again only when they uh, only when they ask me to again to, to say uh, to say an ethical interviewer. But anyway, I loved your uh, I love that the the concept. I really liked the question as it relates to the difference between art and technology. That was very uh, very insightful. So uh, it's a great episode and uh, good to have them back to back. I just listened to one the other day too. Anyway, um, sorry to check in. Great show. Keep it up and uh, see you on the next one. Bye. Hey. Thank you, Matt. Um, as always, I just, as, as an aside, I just have to say to the entire Ericast audience that, that Matt Beckwith has probably been the single strongest encouragement or encourager to me, um, through my podcasting journey. Um, we are heading into, um, another surgery with Chloe, a, uh, palate, palate surgery, which, um, the, uh, the, this is her third to try, try and close a fistula, which is the, the fancy term for a hole between her mouth and the, the nose, which is not supposed to be there, um, kind of right behind the front teeth. And um, the the surgeon gives it about a 70% chance of success, which is better than really low, but not the odds I would like. And um, 
in this particular surgery, in order to try and, and get to work, uh, he has told us that he will have to mobilize a lot of tissue, which is basically where they like, basically they have to cut a whole bunch out of the side of their palate and try to shove it to the center, which I kind of have a feeling that I haven't told this to Chloe, obviously. I think that's kind of like when the doctor tells you, you might feel some discomfort or you'll feel a pinch. Uh, I have a feeling that mobilizing a lot of tissue um, is is a euphemism for <laughs> we're really going to hack your mouth apart. Um, and what some of you might not know is that uh, that the, Matt initially found the Aracast through uh, my mentioning Chloe and the lip repair. He's like, lip repair? I know what that means. You know, she must be cleft affected. I can relate to that, etc. Um, the family connection and all that stuff. So um, I just so Matt, my personal thanks to you, but to everyone, I just want to publicly say that um, it's just been awesome to have Matt as part of the uh, the Eracast family. So um, not to get too sentimental there, but I've been thinking thinking a lot about uh, Matt and Emily and Dawn McKenzie um, and and his whole family as uh, as Chloe's got some additional journey coming up. So yeah, thanks for the uh, thanks for the 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 ah, squeaky chair again, squeaky chair. Um, thanks for the, the the positive comments, Matt. Um, I do I I I like that format too. Um, and I promise, one of these days, I'm going to listen to your podcast. Isn't it just awful? Um, what I some Stockton was just in the. Um, oh, I think wasn't it? Was it that uh, the the really good looking mugshot guy um, that was from Stockton? That's the that's yeah, a. If you got here, here, if you want that as a future topic of the aircast, let me know. Two zero six three three nine three seven four two. Give the listener feedback line a call and say yes, Eric. I would love to hear you talk about good looking mugshot guy. Um, it's funny. I did that in a in a meeting. I wasn't talking about mugshots, but um, the 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 over the top mock radio announcer voice. And there was a colleague of mine who just started shaking his head. It's like that voice. So every once in a while, just to just to to tease the Aircast fan base. There you go. Anyway, um, all right. So I think if I've read my my file names correctly, I have two uh, back-to-back feedback calls from the same phone number, a local number. So let's uh, let's take a listen to our next caller. Eric Larson. This is Joneser. Yeah, it's been a while. I've been busy working a couple of jobs. Uh, fell behind on my podcast, so here I am calling because episode 217, my homeschooling experience. Yeah, so um, I was public schooled. Actually, I went to a private school, and uh, that was okay. I still had bullies. There was still drugs. There was all kinds of stuff going on in Christian private school. But we decided that we're going to homeschool. So... Um, just a couple of those points. The socialization thing is just it's the thing that makes me laugh the most is but how do you socialize your children? And I just laugh because I have the most social kids of all the kids I know. In fact, they're more imaginative than a lot of the other kids that I see uh, and more social than a lot of the other kids that I see. So, um, you know, we have scouts, church group, uh, we go to, um, we kind of do a little mix too where we have some homeschooling co-ops that they're involved in, which helps with the socialization and also with learning. And uh, so they get socialized plenty. And the nice thing about it is that when you homeschool, 
kids are socialized to, you know, the kids are taught and learn how to socialize with other peer groups, not just their own. So when they're in a public school, typically, the only uh, kids that they get to uh, socialize with are the same in their peer groups. So um, mine have a healthy, uh, healthy uh, socialization in many peer groups, even including adults. So it's good that way. The other thing, too, is that, uh, um, like you had mentioned, doing field trips during the during the weekday is awesome because less crowds, less stuff to deal with. Can really, when you go to the zoo on a weekday and there's no one there, the volunteers really focus on your kids and they get a really good learning that way. I mean, they, they'll tell them everything they want to know because they have time. So that's pretty awesome, too. So I would say one of the downsides is just a little bit of the sacrifice that you know, our family has to make by only having one income. So my wife stays home and homeschools, and so, um, you know, we, we have to make choices. And uh, sometimes that means, you know, we don't do certain things that other people would do, but uh, just because, you know, we've only got so much to go around. So, um, you know, so that's kind of a, a downside, but, you know, we're willing to make that sacrifice for them. So, uh well, I think that's all I got to say. So, cool that you're homeschooled. My kids are homeschooled. And uh, I know it's been a long time, um, but I'm trying to catch up. So, we'll see you later. Bye. Oh, hey, Jonesur. Oh, that brings back memories. So, uh, yeah, before the second call, which I'm assuming is also from you because it's the same phone number. Um, yeah, no, it's awesome. Um this is fun because I haven't, I haven't thought about that in a long time. Though the, um, I was talking last week about the, um, the girls doing the mind tour. Um, and it's, it's kind of fun to watch how they, how they interact with the tour guides and things. And, and again, if you go before the really, the big rush on the summer season, it's, it's pretty, um, it, it's, you can, you can have, you know, get the tour guides to yourselves, but, um, yeah, that same sort of thing of it's kind of fun to engage with folks who are, are experts with something and you, you get to learn and they're happy that someone's interested in learning. So, oh, good, good times. So, yeah. And if I, maybe I mentioned it a year ago or whenever that was, maybe not, but, um, yeah, for the rest of you who are not homeschooling, um, that doesn't mean that you have to say, well, that's the school's job. I better not teach my kids anything. No, you're teaching them stuff all the time. So that's, that just take, take those opportunities and go for it. It's good stuff. Okay. Um, all right. Well, with that, uh, I'm really curious what the next call is. So, uh, we'll, we'll get right back to you. Hey, Eric. This is Jones there again. So I'm still catching up on your podcast. So I've just listened to episode 223 about control. Um, well, so I'm interested to know what you did with your girlboat because I so have been wanting a girlboat. I actually have lots of experience with girlboats because my old job as a media management uh, technical resource at Top Writers where I work, uh, I had to purchase two girlboats for a solution that we were doing for uh, healthcare and private data and stuff. So lots and lots of time with drobos and um, now I'm a storage engineer so I know a lot about hard drive storage backup all kinds of stuff in that arena so um, interested to know if you ever got it working 
Uh, there were a lot of, with that particular model of Turbo, which is the one I ordered for my job, we uh, we also had power supply problems with those. I had to order a new one. So, yeah, it's a common problem with that four-day Turbo. As far as backups go, a wise man once told me, uh, actually, it wasn't a man, it was a website. A wise website once told me that if you have your data, if you have one backup, and uh, you lose that backup, or you lose your computer, then your backup is your only source. And so now you have no backups. So I always have a three-tier to four-tier backup plan. So I back up to the cloud, so like Dropbox or whatever. Um, or actually, you could use uh, something like um, uh, Crash Plan. I think you've talked about Crash Plan before. I love Crash, Crash Plan Rock. Uh, or you could use a solution like, uh can't remember the other solution, but um, there's all kinds of solutions out there for backup to the cloud. Of course, your first backup will be slow as you get all your data up there, but set it up to incrementals and much faster after that. And then I also use a backup program called Cobian Backup, which... Um, backs up to what I have, uh, external hard drive. It's not really even an external hard drive. It's a black X hard drive adapter. So you just plug a hard drive into it, kind of like what you would do with the drawable, but it's just this little black box. You plug a SATA hard drive into it, and it recognizes it as a drive. And then Cobian Backup will nightly do backups to that. So that's my second-tier backup. And then I also have a... Uh, because I can swap the drives out once a week or once a month, depending on how I feel, much data I've changed, I'll take a drive from work that I have because I have that same Black X uh, drive at work, um, and then I'll take that drive out of there, bring it home, do a full backup of all my stuff, and bring it back to work, which serves as my secondary off-site backup. So uh, I have quite a bit of backup just in case. And the reason I do it all that way is because I, you know, photography is my hobby, and so... I have lots of pictures I don't ever want to lose, so I just am very protective of that data. And uh, so it's very important that I don't that stuff. So anyway, that's my backup stories. I'm going to get off the phone now, and uh, we'll talk to you later. Thanks. Bye. All right. This is providential in in how this week's episode is turning out because look at the range that we have in um, in just this set of calls, all of which I think is 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 equally cool. Like what, what's my personal brand? What, uh, how do I partition my life? Well, we've got everything from interviewing musicians to being homeschooled to talking about backup strategies to eBay, because the answer to your first question there, Joneser is, um, I got the drill ball working and then realized, you know what? I, I, this is worth a whole lot more on the open market, um, than it is to my particular backup needs. Um, so sold it to a, to a happy, happy buyer somewhere out there. So if you would like to obtain one, I'm sure eBay can help you with that. Um, but what's really funny, I think I talked about this a few episodes back about my USB drive dying, the three terabyte drive, um, because the bridge board uh, the USB bridge board died, so the drive was fine, but because the bridge board is doing encryption, which I didn't know, um, that means that all the data on the drive was gone. I could not just pull the drive and plug it into something like what you're talking about, because I am, I, if I pivot 
to my left, and I look at the 10 o'clock position here at Aircast Studio A, I'm looking at a Black X Thermal Take uh, setup drive dock, uh, which actually is from work, but we're right in the midst of um, computer swaps. We turn over all of our computers uh, every three years, um, a third every three years. I've talked about this before, and the math always sounds wrong as I describe it, but trust me, the numbers work. And this happens to be my own personal turn, and it happens that like all my technology all goes at once. There's no staggering or whatever, because there used to be, but then they're, you know, oh, we'll swap in that for whatever and something. So all of a sudden, all my stuff's going, which has gotten me thinking a lot about backups, because all of my data is going to be turning over onto new machines. And I keep thinking, I do not need this many hundreds of gigs moving from one machine to another. I really... I. I, I'm a digital pack rat, so I don't like deleting any of it, but I don't need to carry it forward onto my current operational machine. So anyway, it's kind of funny you mentioned that because I'm looking at that drive right now. And what's really interesting is, um, I have a, uh, a two and a half inch drive. It was a 320 gig, uh, two and a half inch Western digital Scorpio, Scorpion, Scorpio drive that I picked up at a garage sale for a dollar. And it was in its original Mylar bag and in a box, like, you know, a dollar each for these miscellaneous electronic components. So I've got that attached to it, and I used that at, at work, backed my stuff up, brought it home here, docked it here so I could copy it down to my Windows 8 machine so it would back up through crash plans. So we're kind of doing all that same stuff. Um, but it kept disconnecting. And it's through the USB connection off of that Black X thermal take dock. If you Google that, you'll find a lot of people saying, well, yeah, if you make it through the, the SATA or the eSATA connection or whatever, it can do that, and USB is more stable. But even with the USB, it's really disconcerting to be midway through your copy and have the, the Windows just say, I, I can't copy this file because the source file can't be found. And you look, and it's like, well, the drive unmounted. So those of you who care about data integrity are going to wince at this. You just power the drive dock off, power it back on, it remounts, you click retry on that copy, and Windows says, oh, great, got it. <laughs> so I have no idea. <sighs> Squeaky chair. I have no idea if any of my data actually is in, intact. You know, if I'm gonna, you know, some block of family photos or whatever, it's like, oh, why is that picture of Chloe half missing? Well, because that's when the drive decided to disappear. <sighs> but for the most part, most of the stuff works most of the time, so I really can't complain. Anyway, so th- I'm so glad to hear from you. Thank you so much for the call. Um, and for the rest of you, especially you longtime lurkers who never call, um, feel free to pick up that phone and call 206-339-3742. Super easy. Just leave a message. It's just like an answering machine, except it's digital because that's how things work these days. And if you can't quite remember that number, it spells out 206-339-ERIC, E-R-I-C. So it's really easy. It's from a company called K7.net out in uh, Washington State someplace. Um and it's, it's served me well all these years, so please keep that number active by calling in and <laughs> leave a message. Um, let me know what you think. I've given you plenty of topics to pursue or ponder. Um, I'm thinking Jones or, uh, I, I could do a couple episodes right there on each on each topic, but I think I squeezed them into this one well enough. Uh, but I'd love to know what you guys want me to expand on. So, uh, that is the scoop. I think uh, if my yeah, if my schedule's right, uh, we can get one more episode out before Chloe's surgery. So keep her in your uh, thoughts and prayers as uh, you're so inclined. But if um, if I get the time, kind of depending on how it goes, um, we'll have uh, one more episode for the week of July. 
6th, I guess that week is. Um, if not, that's what's going on uh, later that week. So at some point, you'll hear from me again with an update. That's uh, that's how things are going in the, the contemporary time window. If you're listening to this in 2015 or 2016, it's all in the past. But uh, that's where things are right now. So it's going to do it. Thank you very much for listening. Until next time, take care. Thanks for listening to the Ericast from Ericast.com. Visit us at www.ericast.com.